Uh, we start officially tracking Santa uh, on Christmas Eve, of course. Uh, the the very first thing is essentially on midnight. Uh, so basically, the the very start of the morning, I guess, uh, is when our Santa cams start tracking uh, Santa's movements at the North Pole. Mm-hmm. But that is Captain Cameron Hillier at the North American Aerospace Defense Command, or NORAD, in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Since 1958, the Binational Command has been watching the skies and seas for aerospace and maritime approaches to North America, keeping an eye out for potential threats to Canada and the U.S. When Christmas comes along, though, they're known for something else, tracking Santa Claus. Over to the Eastern Hemisphere, uh, then we transition to our satellites, uh, which are positioned about 23,000 miles above the Earth. And because they have infrared sensors, uh, they're able to detect uh, heat signatures. On a day-to-day uh, basis, we use those same satellites to monitor missile, acti- missile activity throughout uh, the globe uh, to determine whether they're a threat to Canada and the U.S. or not. However, on the 24th, uh, there, these same infrared sensors can also detect the, the heat from Rudolph's nose. Mm-hmm. And then from there, we can monitor Senator's, uh, Santa's uh, movements globally until finally, of course, he comes into Canada and the U.S., at which point we have our jet fighters uh, intercept uh, Santa starting at uh, St. John's, Newfoundland, which is the most easterly point of the Western Hemisphere, Canada and the U.S. specifically. And, uh, and then we basically escort him to make sure he has a safe flight through Canada and the U.S. Every year on Christmas Eve, volunteers head to Peterson Air Force Base in Colorado Springs. They man the phones in two-hour shifts. Hello, this is NORAD Track Santa, expert Santa Track. Fielding more than 100,000 calls from kids around the world asking about Santa's whereabouts. He's going to be in Turkmenistan in about three and a half minutes. That's right near Russia. Where are you? North Carolina. Well, he should be in Texas between uh, 9 p.m. and 12 midnight. So make sure you're asleep then, okay? NORAD's Santa Tracker traces back to before NORAD even, when the command was CONAD, the Continental Air Defense Command. It all started in December 1955, when the menacing red phone on Air Force Colonel Harry Schaup's desk rang. And the, the one was the red phone that went straight to the Pentagon. So nobody else could call him on that except this four-star general. And so if that rang, it, it wasn't good news. His dad gets this call on his red phone, and, uh, you know, he answers with his proper military voice, <laughs> Colonel Schaup. And this little voice says, are you Santa Claus? I'm Aaron Udell, and you're listening to episode 23 of The Way It Was, the Coloradoans History Podcast podcast. The story of NORAD's Santa Tracker. When I asked for some old photos of Colonel Harry Schaup, Captain Hillier at NORAD dutifully replied later that day with a handful of images attached to an email, fittingly labeled, 
unclassified. The photos show Schaup as a middle-aged Air Force officer, one of him smiling up from a fighter jet, one of him holding a model airplane in front of a group of young boys, and one of him speaking into a walkie-talkie as a little boy looks on. He was a colonel by the time I was born, I think. That's all I remember of him anyway. And uh, he was a big old kid when it came to Christmas. That's Terry Van Curen, Colonel Schaup's youngest daughter, one of the four Schaup children. He just We had the bubble lights on the tree that he had brought back from Japan where I was born. And um, it, he just absolutely adored it and loved kids, too. Kind of a, an odd thing for a guy that was, I don't know, really was in charge of our war weapons. And it was, it was the Cold War mm-hmm. and very serious. I mean, that was very serious. Harry Schaup was born in Pennsylvania, where he attended college and met his future wife, Louise. They got married in 1941 one year after he entered the Army Air Corps. His career with the U.S. Air Force would end up spanning 28 years, taking he, Louise, and their kids around the world, at one point landing them in Colorado Springs, where he was stationed at CONAD in the mid-1950s, as the Cold War was heating up. But his office was in downtown Colorado Springs, and it was a block house, a cinder block house, with no, uh, no windows. It was that secret. Mm-hmm. And so Dad was the commander of that. It was called the, uh, the Combat Operations Center. And on his desk were these two phones. And the, the one was the red phone that went straight to the Pentagon. And uh, I guess that's... One of the things, Dad gets this call on his red phone early in December. And, uh, you know, he answers with his proper military voice, (laughs) Colonel Schaup. And this little voice says, are you Santa Claus? And Dad is, now he's pissed. He thinks one of his staff is playing a joke on him or something. Mm -hmm. And so he's glaring at at his staff. And he said, this is Colonel Schaub, combat of the, combat, commander of the Combat Alert Center in Colorado Springs. Who is this? And this little voice is now crying. <laughs> is this one of Santa's helpers then? Well, Dad figured out it was a little kid. And so he said, oh, ho, 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 this is not one of Santa's helpers. This is Santa Claus. Well, you know, so he kept talking to him, and the staff, of course, has their mouths open. They go, oh my God, who knew? The old man slipped and uh, asked the little kid what they wanted for Christmas. And the kid said, told him a bunch of stuff, and then said, and I would like you to bring something really nice for my mommy. So Dad said, um, is your mommy there? <laughs> and the mom got on. She was, she was, uh, really apologetic. She said, but have you seen a newspaper today? He said, well, yeah, I have it here right in front of me. I said, well, look at page whatever it was, page 16. Here's this big ad from Sears saying, come on, kiddies, give Santa a call. And they had, apparently they had a recording that the kids could call and Santa, ho, ho, ho. And um, Dad went, oh, my gosh, he had one digit wrong, and it was his top secret number. 
in that email Captain Hillier sent me, with photographs of Colonel Schaup, he included the ad. It's black and white, with the big picture of Santa Claus. Hey kitties, it reads. Call me direct. Just dial ME2-6681. Colonel Schaup's top secret number. Whoops. According to Terry, who was six years old at the time, her dad stationed some airmen on the red phone to field calls from children expecting to speak to Santa Claus. Then he called the phone company to sort things out. He gave Sears his number so they could take over the Santa line, and he got a new one for Conad. And that was that. Well, it could have been. More on that after this break. You're listening to The Way It Was, a history podcast brought to you by The Coloradoan. At The Coloradoan, we have 20 journalists who live in and love Fort Collins just as much as you do. This community is our home, and we're committed to digging in on local government, providing you in-depth breaking news coverage, making sure you're up to date on the latest things to do, and bringing you up-to-the-minute sports scores. The fact of the matter is, we can't keep doing what we love to do, things like this podcast, without your support. Consider signing up for a digital subscription today at coloradoan.com slash podcast offer. Thanks for reading and listening. The Combat Alert Center uh, was really three stories, and when you went in, there was a three-story Lucite map of North America. Mm. And there were mostly WAFs, mostly women, behind it on scaffolding and writing with one hand <laughs> what uh, where any unidentified flying object was in the skies at that moment. Then they'd scramble a jet to go up and do a visual, make sure it wasn't something nefarious. But on Christmas Eve, 1955, when Colonel Schaup and his wife went in to take cookies to those working in the center that night, there was something else drawn on this big Lucite map. But on Christmas Eve, he and Mom took these cookies in, and they had, they had drawn this beautiful sleigh <laughs> coming over Canada. And uh, I said, oh, sir, gosh, um, we're sorry. Do you want us to take that down? And he said, no, get me my PR guy on the phone talked to him, and they decided they called uh, the radio station. This is Colonel Schaup, the commander of the Combat Alert Center in Colorado Springs, Colorado. We have an unidentified flying object. Why, it looks like a sleigh. (laughs) Well, that course went all over the world. In the 63 years since Colonel Schaup decided to call that radio station, CONAD, then NORAD, kept up with tracking Santa. Over the decades, NORAD's Santa Tracker program has grown and changed with the times. It eventually got a website, noradsanta.org, which you can read in eight languages, by the way. Then there's the Santa Tracker email address that kids can use to check in. And last year, for the first time, the program actually partnered with Amazon smart home devices. On Christmas Eve, you can officially ask Alexa where Santa is, and you'll get up-to-date information from NORAD's tracker. 
Last year, the program answered 2,000 emails, had 18 million website visits, and saw the new Alexa feature accessed 1.5 million times. Pretty cool. But still, one of the most popular ways of checking in is doing what Colonel Schaup did all those decades ago and pick up the phone. On average, NORAD Santa Tracker volunteers answer 1.8 calls per second on Christmas Eve. Last year, they received more than 126,000 calls. Essentially, we, we stand up a, uh, an operations center here at Peterson Air Force Base where we have about 1,500 volunteers uh, basically dedicate their time to take phone calls from kids all around the world. Mm. And uh, these volunteers, while there's some are military and uh, military uh, family members, uh, we also get a fair number of folks from the local community to volunteer as well. And some folks even come from out of state. Uh, we do two-hour shifts, right, mm. up about 170 people per shift. So uh, it's weekend, about 170 people come in, they get a brief on, uh, on uh, you know, what, what, to, what to expect throughout the day. And, of course, as you can imagine, there are just certain things you can't expect because uh, kids say and do the darnest things. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's, uh, this is my first year doing it. But from what I'm told, uh, it's, uh, it's a laugh a minute uh, because uh, uh, folks walk away with a huge smile on their face just basically from the experience. And uh, we have a number of folks who continue to come back every year. One of those volunteers is actually Terry who's almost 70 now and lives not too far away in Castle Rock, Colorado. For the past five years, she has worked the phones as part of NORAD's Santa Tracker, the program that started with her father 63 years ago. Well, it's funny. I, when I walk in, the uh, people that are in charge of this, I'll say, she's here. So I, I'm like a rock star. <laughs> and uh, my husband laughs because they, they go get all the four-star generals who are milling around, and they line up to shake my hand. <laughs> wow. So we get a big charge out of that. I swear to goodness, you can't put the phone down without it ringing in your hand. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like my husband said last year, his first call he got was from Castle Rock, and the next one was from Stuttgart, Germany. I mean, all mm-hmm. these little kids calling in, it is so precious. Colonel Schaup retired from the Air Force in 1968. He ended up not far from three of his kids in Colorado. As he got older, Terry proudly nicknamed her dad the Santa Colonel, and he loved it. This was a well-respected Air Force officer. Terry even said he was once interviewed by Edward R. Murrow on his news program, See It Now, long before any of this Santa business. But the Santa tracker was his legacy, and he wouldn't have it any other way, she said. After the Santa Tracker program started accepting emails, someone from the program sent Terry all of the kind messages they'd received addressed to her father, thanking him for starting it. She printed them out and gave them to him. He kept them locked in his briefcase, which he'd carry around. And in his final years, after he ended up at an assisted living center in Colorado Springs, Terry would take her dad out to lunch sometimes. Like, for example, he loved Applebee's, so we'd go to Applebee's, and I'd be sitting there with him, okay, Dad, um, what what looks, Dad? (laughs) He'd be off and wandering around telling people the story. 
It happened so much that Terry actually got little cards printed for her dad to hand out. <laughs> and I made him little cards that had Santa saluting, you know, and, and was Colonel Harry W. Schaup, Air Force retired, the Santa Colonel. Colonel Harry Schaup passed away in 2009. He was 91 years old. Throughout his life, he remained a big old kid at Christmas time, Terry said. And when a child would ask him questions about Santa, things like, how can one man deliver presents to everyone around the world in one night? Ever the military man, he would respond, that's top secret. That's the magic of Christmas. I'm Erin Udell, and you just listened to the latest episode of The Way It Was, the Coloradoans' podcast podcast. I'd like to thank Captain Hillier with NORAD, and especially Terry Van Curen, for speaking with me for this episode. The voices of volunteers you heard at the beginning come from a USA Today video produced back in 2014. If you're interested in contacting NORAD Santa Tracker volunteers this Christmas Eve, you can visit noradsanta.org. You can also email noradtracksanta at outlook.com, and you can always call or Skype 1-877-HI-NORAD. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Merry Christmas. Oh, 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 oh.